Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in marketing and how to use their podcast to generate leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited that you're here. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs. Today, I'm chatting with Liz Teresa. Liz Teresa, business mentor and founder of LizTeresa.com, has been helping entrepreneurs find clarity and uniquely market themselves with confidence for the past seven years through her strategic web design and clever copywriting services. She wants every entrepreneur to rise and be the star of their own business. She's also the creator of Concept2Creation, her flagship branding and web design program, and you can download a free copywriting training video from her at freecopyvideo.com. So I'm super excited to have Liz here to chat today all about her podcast called Liz on Biz. So let's dive right in. Hi, Liz. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited you're here and I cannot wait to chat all about podcasting with you. So before we dive into the episode, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and you know your podcast and just how you got started with it all. Yay, Jenny. So stoked to be with you today. My name is Liz Teresa, everybody. I'm the host of Liz on Biz, which is available anywhere you podcast. It's a been a successful weekly show since 2016. So I have quite a lot of episodes under my belt at this point. And when I'm not podcasting, I run a website design, branding, and copywriting firm, small boutique firm. Everybody on my team is made in the USA, which is what I'm really proud of. Uh, we're very privileged to work with entrepreneurs, small businesses, and, and service-based entrepreneurs, also some e-commerce stores, and just helping them rise and be the star of their business. So we have website design packages, and I do business mentorship, and everybody we have a great time. It's really nice. Yeah. I love that. And you, you do have like a little, a growing team over there. So that's really fun. Um, so you said you started your podcast in 2016. So you are kind of like on the cusp of being like an OG podcaster, um, more so. so than a lot of people at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that like podcasting is a thing where I think sometimes they're like, sometimes people are like, Oh, I'm going to go start a podcast. And then they like go to do it. And then they're like, they are into it and they're like, why, wait, why am I doing this? Like, I think that some people lose interest or right. they, th- or they might not be cut for it. Kind of. Um, it's certainly a hot and fun thing to do for me. It's my, I am so good at talking. So like, right. I, I can't not. Right. Not. Yeah. I think podcasting is like the perfect medium for you. Cause you are, you are a talker and you know, you have been. <laughs> Oh, why yes. not do that? I like to think I have, see, this is, I need more of you in my life. I, have the good, <laughs> I say the good things and you think so. So that's right. Nice. Right. Yes. So what made you start your podcast other than like knowing that that's the medium that is a good fit for you? I kind of wanted to see if anyone would listen. It was a little bit of an experiment because for me, blogging never really had the traction that I wanted it to. Like I would blog and people would be like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's helpful. Yay, thanks. But like it wasn't conveying all of my energy the way I wanted it to. And so I was like, you know what? What if I just start a podcast and we'll, we'll see if anybody listens? And then if people listen, we'll know we did something right. That was kind of it. And then I launched it and then like people really liked it. And I know I sound shocked, but I was, I was genuinely like, OMG at the time. Like, oh my gosh, people actually like me. And it was, it was a really validating experience. And my traffic doubled right after I started my show. So it was also like, yeah, like the proof was in the, in the data for sure. 
Right. Yeah. And it's like one of those things, like I know back in 2016, I think that that's the first time I started maybe listening to podcasts, maybe 2017. But like, I feel like that's when people are like, oh my God, you need to listen to Serial. And that's like how so many people got hooked on podcasts because of Serial. So you were kind of there with like those, those shows that were just like brand new at that time, you know, and people kind of started getting into podcasting then. So I think it was a cool time to kind of break into it because that's when people are just starting to kind of really get into it. I mean, I do have clients who've been podcasting since like 2011, um, which is nuts because I didn't even know that was a thing back then, but you know. <laughs> so, yeah, man, 2011. That is like, well, you would be just starting when everybody started. Like, or right, like the exactly. very- You literally have like, you know, the upper hand. Back then I was just like, oh, I was in college and I was like, what is this little purple app on my phone? I don't really <laughs> Like I literally w- tried to delete the app and Apple was like, no, you cannot. This is part of the I know, Apple, operating Apple system. Apple is so bossy about the apps. They're better now because now you can delete the really random ones. Yeah. But like, but, I mean, there are some that are really like, <laughs> right? It was super annoying. But yeah, I like literally tried to delete my podcast app back in the day. And now I'm like, okay, well, what, what was I thinking? Now I'm obsessed. So yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, and, he, and here we are. I mean, yeah. can you get more meta than a podcast about podcasting? Right, right. So. Yeah, it's super funny. So <laughs> times have changed for times sure. Times have changed. Um, so what kind of format do you have for your podcast? Do you do like both solo and interview, just solo, just interview? And then how often are you kind of putting out that new content? It's weekly, it's weekly content delivered fresh every Monday. It's usually about 30 minutes. Um, and it's always interview format is what I do. Yeah. Interviews are super fun. Like I do yeah. multiple solos. I do. I usually do my, uh, two interviews, one solo, two interviews, one solo, um, just so I can share my expertise too. But I love interviews. They're so much easier to prep for. Um, and you're not just talking into the mic and feeling like, no one is listening. I'm so loud. <laughs> but what it is, is it's like, cause I do interviews, but like it's, I'm so as an interviewer, like I don't, I can't shut up. So like, I, I think that's where it kind of evens out. I, I think I've, I've never, no, I've still never done a solo show. I think my solo shows, I would consider my internet not internet fame. Oh, I talk about internet fame all the time, but I, what I was going to say is my Facebook live. That's what I was intending. To right. Say. That's right. kind of where I go solo more. I do some Facebook live interviews as well. Um, yeah, I think I think it's good to have like a couple of, with yourself. But you're you're right. Whenever you do interview people, because I've been on your show with um, my business partner for my yeah. other business, Lindsay, and you know you did a good job at also like putting in your thoughts too. It wasn't just all about the guests, which is which is nice because people like to hear your perspective too. When oh, it's irresistible. I can't shut up. I have too much fun. <laughs> No, it's perfect. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to your podcast, what do you feel like is working best? Um, this can be, you, you know, your process, you know, your guests that you pick, you know, anything like that, just something that you feel like is just working really well and doesn't need any improvements at this point in time. Well, as far as the content on the show, I'm very, um, I, the guests are barely prepped and I'm barely ready is the actual like intro of the show. That's how it's like I, the intro is. And that's because when I made up the show, I was like, I don't know what this is. And so I was like, well, I don't prep people and I'm never ready for anything. I'm usually five minutes late. So I was like, I will make an intro that actually reflects my energy. <laughs> and I think it's kind of set the tone that the show's in a, it's a free flowing conversation. And I think that's been of service to like 
I think just my energy and like why the show is successful. That's definitely something that people like about it. I'm, I'm told often that like, oh, your show is so different than all the other business podcasts. Cause there's so many business podcasts that are like, this is how you do Facebook ads. Or like, this is how you make money on the internet. Like, I don't know why I'm doing all these voices, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many shows about entrepreneurship and like, I really wanted mine to feel different. So that was kind of one thing that I think has been um, a huge game changer. And then I think as far as producing the show, I have it kind of down to an art as far as like, what is my process for like, from recording to production to like publishing, right? I have like, I have like, I can do it all within about an hour, like record, um, prep and like produce. And it's because I've delegated and systematized it really nicely. Um, as far as like, what is the procedure for doing all those different steps? And I don't edit myself. I think that it's important that people hire someone like you because who has time for that? You know? Right. <laughs> I don't edit my own show either. I don't actually don't edit my client shows and they know that they know I have yeah. an editor on my team. I like to use my, um, zone of genius elsewhere because I get so frustrated with audio editing or video editing, any editing in general. So oh, video is like, Oh yeah. Audio is not as bad because you don't have to worry about like syncing your mouth with the picture and stuff. But yeah, video is awful. I've tried video for clients before. I'm like, um, no, we're not going to do this. <laughs> I did. I did it for a friend recently as a favor. Cause she hired somebody on Fiverr that couldn't like do it. Right. For she needed like to edit out the beginning of something. And even the person on Fiverr was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Right. Problem with Fiverr. Yeah, no, that's not always. Did I ever tell you that like there was a girl who I was, she was doing a consult with me, just like a regular like business consult. And she called Fiverr Fiverr. And I was like, (laughs) did I ever tell you that? (laughs) So, and then she wanted to hire me and then, but like she had all these awful rules about whether or not she was going to hire me. And I was like, you know what? I just emailed her and I was like, you know what? I'm good. Never mind. This is just not a fit. Cause she was kind of crazy. And then she was like, wow, how quickly you've turned on me. And I was like, whoa. Oh dear. Yeah. It's like those clients are just not going to be fit <laughs> and they're just going to be more hassle than they're Fibber. like demand more than, you know, what their, like what their package already is. And it's just like those people use just so nice to weed them out from the beginning. Cause yeah, they're just frustrating. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to hire someone on Fiverr, do not contact me. <laughs> <laughs> At least know the name of where you're hiring someone from. I know. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Like, so I, and I love that you have a really good process and the, you know, that delegating editing and all the other things is important because yeah, mm. your, your zone of genius is elsewhere and that's helping your clients and chatting with them and making sure that they're on the right path versus like doing the back end setup of your podcast, because you know, it's just one of those things that ain't nobody got time for that. No, that's no I, I don't even do that for myself anymore. I used to, I mean, I have yeah. an editor, but I've always had an editor, but like I used to do all the back end for my podcast. And then I realized, mm, you know, I could be making money off of, you know, helping other people with yeah. this. So I don't want to do it for myself anymore. So then I ended up hiring that out and it's just been so nice because now I free up time to make money. Your time is valuable. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, um, kind of on the other side of the coin, but um, what is kind of a failure or something you wish would have done better with your podcast, if any? And then what did you learn from that? Oh man, there's some episodes that I wish never existed. Like some people that came on my show, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate you. Not even for personal reasons. It's because they like have these opinions that I think are very damaging to share with people. And so like, (laughs) I think it's what I would, in some of these episodes or one of them, 
No, one of the people that I hated that was on my show is actually a very popular episode, but she didn't say anything too too dumb. Um, but there was there were two guests that I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I never had you on. So I think be very because um, in the beginning you're often like so excited that people want to be on your show, but then like you get to a point where you're inundated. Like I I, I get emails every day from people that want to be on the show, and so it's like, and I realize that it's very much like an intimate and. Um, it's like a privilege for the guest to be joining you on the mic is what I would say. And so be super selective about who comes on your show because like then they're there. It's in iTunes history. You know, they're just there. I could delete it, but like, then I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that's mean too. Cause I don't hate them. I just think that they're, they were dumb. <laughs> like you're not a bad person, but I just didn't love your content. They got issues. Yeah. I mean like <laughs> one of them was like never ever pay for websites services up front because people that work in web development will always cheat you. And I was like, Oh, it's oh, so funny. Cause I sell websites and I don't know. <laughs> that I don't cheat yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think in knowing that you can <laughs> like be, you can not publish an episode if you don't love it, mm. like, you know, like it's hard at first, especially like you said, when you're just getting started, but there have been times where I've had an episode and I went back and forth, like, should I publish? Should I not? And then I just realized like, unfortunately like this just didn't end up being the quality that I wanted not like Mm -hmm. audio quality but like content quality and you know I just would rather not and you know I just kind of don't publish it and you know I don't tell the person I'm not publishing it either they they just they usually don't care because if they were that bad they're not going to notice like there was a guy who insulted me on my show and was like I used a word and he was like that's not how you use that word and I was like oh I'm deleting this Right. Yeah. Yeah. They need to realize that it's not that it's your show and it's up to you as to what gets published. I know with Lindsay and I show, um, there was a time where we had an episode with a guest and we really liked the episode and we liked the girl, but then something happened, um, later on and she kind of did something that was not great because she was in, you know, she was in one of our summits and something happened with that. And after the fact, like, you know, the product that she gave someone, you know, she really revoked it or whatever. I don't know. This is this big, crazy thing. And then wow. from there, we just like unpublished her episode because we were just like, I don't like, we don't want to associate ourselves with you any longer because, you know, you didn't, you weren't in integrity with what, you know, we Did are. she know? Did she notice? I don't think she's noticed, but I mean, yeah, she like unfollowed us on everything. So probably not. Wow. She unfollowed. <laughs> that is like a, ver- that's like a digital slap. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, we didn't do anything wrong. We were just sticking up. Of course up not. Our, well, it's your show. This is, yeah. We all need to remember, like, it's your show. That's right. what it is. Like, you don't owe anybody anything. Like, right. Exactly. I, I had somebody that was like, why don't you have um, podcasting availability in the afternoon? I, ha- I have kids. I live in California. It's hard for me to meet with you at X amount of time. And I go, dude, it's still my show. Right. Yeah. Like, and I mean, like, she, and I get that she was like stressed because she has kids, but I'm like, I mean, like my show, if you don't, if you can't be on it, like then don't, or, or like, if you need another, another time, don't tell me it's my fault that like you're busy. Right. Right. Yeah. Like if you need another time, like maybe ask, like, Hey, like, is there any other availability? I'd love to be on your show. If not, that's fine. But yeah, you she just need to approach her and- agent. And okay. I was like, now you've embarrassed your agent. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You just need to like, um, you need to just kind of realize like what's within your right as a potential yes. guest and, you know, not be crazy about it. Totally. Yeah. 
So where do you find that you're getting your listeners from? I know obviously like spot, it shows you like you're, you're getting people from Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, but do you, do you think they're coming from like social media or your email list or like, where do you think they're originally finding you before they get on Spotify or iTunes or whatever? I think if you have a show, you have to be on other shows because I, a lot of times I will, cause obviously my clients will listen to my show and then people that like me and follow me will listen. Um, but I think that like podcasting is a great way to get PR for yourself and for your brand. And so getting on other shows is a great way to get people to listen to your show. So me being here, people might be like, Oh, like that Liz is so funny. I like her. <laughs> and, and I'm going to go get Liz on biz too. And like, this is, this is one way I get new listeners. They'll be like, oh, I like her style. She's got a nice face. And then they, they go find me. Right. Or, yeah. So I would say that's been, that's been one of the best ways is PR, like just putting yourself out there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I feel the same way, like really just, um, being on other people's shows because, um, then from there, like those are usually the days that I get the highest downloads on my show because I was featured elsewhere and they're like, Ooh, actually like, I would love to learn more about podcasting or, you know, something like that. So then they come over to my show and I think that's really important. And like, obviously people are going to find you, your clients, your customers, people in your audience, but to expand being a guest elsewhere is really important. And, you know, going on what I like to call your world tour is just, um, imperative to continue to grow your show. Otherwise you're just going to stick with the same audience every single week. Yeah. And the best thing is you don't have to leave your house. Right. You know? Yeah. You don't have to go network in person or, you know, do any of that extroverted people stuff. <laughs> no, no. And I mean, like I did, well, you know, I did my first live event and yeah. after I did it, I was like, so I like, I was like adrenaline, adrenaline, like we did a great job. And then I got home and I was like, I'm going to bed forever. Right. Like, yeah. It's so oh, draining God. to do those live events, but like getting on a podcast for an hour is like nothing. You know, no, because you don't need to put on makeup. You don't need to put on regular clothes. I did though, but you don't, usually, usually I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and like you don't like with a podcast, you don't really need to do any of those things. And it's not as draining because it's not like an all day long affair. So right. yeah, it's definitely a great way to get yourself out there, um, especially if you're introverted like me and that's not something you would like typically put yourself in the way of. So Yeah. <laughs> So how do you like convert your listeners into clients and customers? So you have them on your, like you have them listening to your show. They've been listening to a couple episodes. How do you kind of keep them engaged and then wanting to work with you beyond just listening to your free content? So I, I can't say I've done this part perfectly, but what I do is I have an ad at the beginning of my show for myself <laughs> where it's like, oh, like, you know, want to get more leads. It starts with using better words on your website. That's how it goes. And then it tells people to get my free copywriting training video, which is at freecopyvideo.com. And so that's like, it go, they go there and they download it and then they're nurtured to like do other stuff. And so like, I'm tweaking my nurture sequence right now for that. But that's one, that's one like really like interesting example because when you do something like have an ad to go to a landing page to drive yourself business, whether it's to go to a landing page, just you could actually have them schedule a consult on a landing page like that, or they could go to a landing page to like go download something. I think if they're going to download something, their nurture sequence, that's something that always needs to be um, tweaked and refined in order to like improve your conversion on it. What I will say that I've done well with that, 
Um, a nurture sequence for people listening where they're like, what's a nurture sequence? It's a, it's a series of emails that gets delivered automatically when somebody joins an email list. So for me, people will download the video and then they're going to get nurtured automatically by my email marketing platform by getting sent automated emails. And so right now everybody opens them, but like they're not taking as, min- as much action as I want. So right. that's kind of the part that I'm tweaking. So I'm doing it half well. And then I think the other half is like, sometimes I just have people that listen and then they're like, they'll go to like LizTeresa.com because they're like, you know, and then cause they'll be like, Oh, I listened to the show. Then I'm going to go to the podcast page and then they, they might just contact me. So that sometimes right. happens too. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's important because, you know, with podcasting, it's kind of a one way street unless you have um, the email list that you can get them on or a mm-hmm. Facebook community or something. And like, and until you get people to that point, you can't really communicate with them other directly, at least you can communicate with them a one way communication, but like, you can't be like having a conversation back and forth. So I definitely think it's important to direct people elsewhere, whether that's a Facebook group, your email list, you know, to DM you on Instagram, wherever you hang out. Like, I, think I that's- like that. So DM on Instagram is good. Cause I I've got DMS from people where they hear me on a show and they'll just find me on Insta and then they'll, they'll message me there. And that's always really nice too. Right. Yeah, I agree. And it's just nice to know that people are actually listening. So yes. when those people that take those steps, you know, that they're more loyal than just the casual listeners. Cause they took that time to actually contact you in some way, shape or form. Um, oh yeah. Versus, it makes my day. Yeah. Same. You know? Yeah. It's just nice. Cause like sometimes you feel like you're talking to like crickets and then you're like, okay, cool. The people actually listen. Like, it's super funny because people are not as likely to contact you as you would think. So when they do, it just makes everything so much better. Cause there's been so many people who like get on the show with me to record cause they have a podcast and they're like, your podcast has been so great and so helpful. And I'm like, well, girl, I haven't seen you in my DMs. Where are you at? You know, yeah, like, I know, right? tell me like on the show, but like, obviously like, that's not something I can share. Like, I'm not just going to like share yeah, I hear <laughs> an audio clip of them saying that, right? It wasn't actually being recorded or anything, so it's kind of funny. And like, you know, like even people who really like it, they don't always reach out because you know they're busy or you know they just didn't think about it. They don't realize how much it impacts us as podcasters to get you know that feedback. And I I also have people. This has happened a few times where people will be listening to my show and then they post an Insta story. Right. Like a clip or something. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Right. It makes like you feel so good. Well, like especially because of the that. effort. Mm-hmm. That's a lot yeah. of effort. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so nice. And then, like, I really try and encourage people to do that for myself. But usually they're just like, oh, I really like your show. And then you're just like, oh. You're like, so? <laughs> so <laughs> what? So, like, did you leave a review? <laughs> did you, like, share it somewhere? Like, yeah, reviews are great. Keeping it to yourself. <laughs> I, ha- I have a lot of reviews, too. I yeah. think I've, like, I don't even know. I kind of want to know now. <laughs> I have a lot of reviews. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to know, but yeah, it's yes. just people very passively listen sometimes. And then finally they'll like announce that they're listening. You're like, Oh, cool. Like, or I've been listening to you since you started. And you're like, Oh, great. I literally had no idea. It's always nice to get that confirmation that people are interested. Yes. So when you get Definitely. people listening to your podcast, how do you like keep them around coming back for more? Is there any steps that you take to kind of just make sure that um, you're keeping them around and not just having them listen to like a couple episodes and then kind of just piecing out? I think that your intro and outro should do some of that heavy lifting because that's where you should say things like subscribe, do the thing, please. I mean, better language than that. But like right. at the end of my show, it's like, thanks so much for listening. Like, listen again later, subscribe, tell all the people. And, um, all of that helps me do all of this. 
for show notes, do the da da da. I don't know. I actually almost remember that verbatim. I listen to my show, I guess. <laughs> I guess listen to your own show and see see what direction, see what actions you actually. Yeah, do make sure you're thing. giving someone a call yeah. to action because if you're not, then they don't know what to do, and they're not going to do anything if you don't tell them to. So direct them to what you want them to do. Like 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 I was talking mm. about earlier. If you want them to DM you on Instagram, freaking say it. <laughs> Let them know. know. So well, and I, I think like yeah, I think that um. You definitely listen to hear what you're doing. I think sometimes people get afraid of doing intros and outros because they think that they need to be professionally produced. But like, it's not that hard. You can do it. Right. Like, you can either do it or hire some. Like, we actually, I I sell those now because my husband does voiceover work. I don't know oh. if you know this. No, yeah, I my don't. husband does voiceover stuff. He went to school for broadcasting, and so. Okay. That's cool. We now we now are starting to do those for clients. Really, ad spots is mostly what we're trying to do for right. people, but um. I mean, I recorded my own intro just using music from the YouTube audio library, which is for use. Right. So like, yeah. Easy. Yeah. And you're, you don't need to change up your intro every single time if it's something that's always relevant or it, you know, mm-hmm. so what I do is I have a standard intro outro that runs every single time. And then yes. in like my intro for my solo or my guest episodes, I always have something different too. Like if I have a free class coming up, I'll mention that. Um, oh, that's you know, nice. That's timely. Yeah. So it's just like, in this one, before I record, like before I said, Hey Liz, welcome to the show. I'll probably add something in. I do your bio or something. And if I have something that's coming up, then I'll promote that as well. Um, so it's just kind of like, it's kind of annoying for my husband, AKM my editor. Cause it's like standard intro regular, like this episode's intro episode, standard outro, you know, <laughs> but, um, you yeah. Know. Yeah. So it's one of those things. And I also have like a, an episode specific outro too, that says like, um, for the show notes for this episode, go to episode or savvy podcasting for entrepreneurs.com slash episode 75 or whatever. Um, so it's like specific to that episode. So it's not just like go to savvy podcasting for entrepreneurs.com and then search on the website and find it. <laughs> right, right. That's how I like that having the easy, the easy URLs. So that's, that's why my magnet is free copy video because I wanted to be able to say it easily on a show. Right, right. Yeah. I yeah. think it's important. Yeah. I think it's important to have one that's like, um, you know, the same thing every time. And then there, it's very easy to say. And then I always like to, if it's something like that, I like to kind of have it be specific to the podcast. So what I would do is just duplicate that page and then have it be like, you know, free copy, free dash copy slash podcast or something like that. Yeah. So I know that's where they came from versus like just, no, that's cool. Audience. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it's super easy. It's not like you have to like recreate the page. You literally just like, uh, duplicate it and add, add another slug to it. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Um, and then what is one piece of advice that you'd give to anyone who's, you know, kind of looking to start their podcast, but they just don't know where to even begin. Oh, it's never going to be perfect. It just has to start. Yep. (laughs) That's probably what I would say in that. And then I, my, my part B answer to that would be also make sure that your episode one is is um, if you're going to be doing interview format, make sure you have your best guest on episode one. Oh, that's, yeah, that is great. Yeah. I think that's important um, just because they know that they can, ex- what they can expect. So it's not just like someone they've never heard of or something. And then they're like, mm, I don't know if I want to stick around. So I think that's, right. that's definitely key. And just making sure that you're able to, I, I mean, I would even say like having multiple episodes ready for them. 
Um, yeah, definitely. So they can binge because we're in a binge society. So everyone. I had 12 when I launched. So oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I usually recommend yeah. like three or four plus the welcome yeah. episode um, just so people, and then next week they'll get one and every following week they'll get one right. episode a week or whatever you want to do. So they just have something to listen to and they don't just get there and have a welcome episode and then one episode and then, you know, they're done. So yeah. No, it's so, it's so good. And actually like I, as a guest, I also recommend asking to be episode one if you're like on, on a new show, right? Because I get like, I get so many leads from being episode one on a couple of shows that I've been episode one on. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. cool. That's interesting to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't plan it that way, but my, my first guest ended up being someone who already had an established podcast and stuff. So it ended up being good anyway. I didn't plan it that way, like I said, but it ends up working out. <laughs> mm, good so, for you. So yeah. And then lastly, what is your current favorite podcast? Um, you know, just one that you've been listening to for a while or, you know, you always get inspiration from. I actually really like my favorite murder. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. To that? Um, I don't, I love true crime, but I don't know for some reason I can't get into that one. Oh my I- gosh. They killed me. I love them so much. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a true crime person, but yeah, I don't know. That one's not. not I also like cereal. So like, if you like, I mean, cereal was the first show I ever listened to. I did. (laughs) I liked season one. Season two is, I did not like at all. I listened to it all. Um, but I thought it was awful because I have no right. sympathy for Season Bo Season one was the best. At um, least that's just me. <laughs> I had no sympathy for that guy that I walked away from, uh, Right. Was it he walked away from his people or something? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that wasn't my favorite. And, then they, and the way she told it, she was like, "Oh, he's so sad." And I was like, "Like it's like you, what you sign up. Why are you in the military?" Right. Like, exactly. Know. Like yeah, you didn't. <laughs> like that's like what they do. It's right. Like, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of that one either. But season episode. three is out. Did you watch season or listen? To no, season I three? never listened to season three. No, I just me like, after two, season two, I was just kind of like annoyed. I'm like, well, this. Ditto. Uh, season one was so good I know it just like went downhill yeah and then I found other true crime podcasts that I was like okay these are all what is it so um oh my gosh there's so many um I love sword and scale that one can be really gory and kind of Mm. messed up um I love in the dark um there's a couple other ones I can't think of right now. There's one that my my sister-in-law loves. I think she does really like Sword in the Scale. She likes another one. It's something about the last house. Is it like not, not the last house on the left, but it, isn't there something like on the left? Yeah, I think I think there's one called like the last podcast on the left or something. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the one that she likes. Yeah, I have so many that I listen to um, just because I think that's really interesting. I, I, yeah. Another one I liked, Up and Vanished. I really like that one too. We should do that next. Maybe we'll start a true crime show. Right. That would be fun. <laughs> would be fun. <laughs> like wine and true crime or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. You just sold me. I think we're do- it might happen now. Yep. It's happening. All right. Cool. Oh Stay my tuned. gosh. I'm wine, so excited. Wine and, wine and true crime 2021 coming at you. That's such a great name. You just did that. You don't even, you're like so cavalier. You're like, yeah, it's a good name. No, it's such a good name. <laughs> oh well, so thank funny. you. But uh, yeah. <laughs> know where we can find you so your website yes. your podcast name once again and all that good stuff at liz teresa on instagram and everywhere um go to liz liz on biz anywhere you podcast that's the name of my show it's liz on biz and then um just see me at liz have some fun i'm gonna be rebranding as well so like liz will always take you wherever we're going we're gonna be internet fam which Ooh, is very exciting like that's, it. i know big 
announcement just dropping the mics everywhere. <laughs> Very excited. Exciting. Well, I'm excited for you and I'll make sure to link everything in the show notes so everyone can go check you out. And thank you so much for being here today. Oh my gosh, such a good time. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvypodcastingforentrepreneurs.com slash episode dash 143. If you have yet to join the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs Facebook group, make sure to do so um, at savvypodcastingforentrepreneurs.com slash group. Uh, you'll have access to daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and just an amazing community of people looking to launch and grow their podcast. So we'll see you in the group. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave a review. You can find us at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com and on Facebook and Instagram at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community. See you in the next episode.